Welcome back to the City Boy Rock podcast. The NBA Finals are well underway with Game 5 coming up tonight. We're going to give you our predictions, and also we're going to be touching on Anthony Davis saying that he didn't touch a basketball in over two months. Um, All that coming up in this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. What is going on, y'all? How y'all doing today? I'm chilling, bro. How you doing? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? Uh, we all chilling. We all chilling. Everybody here is working, so we haven't been able to push out the, these uh, podcasts as often. But we're gonna make sure we get this podcast before Game Five happens tonight. Um, games one through four in the finals have passed. Series is tied two to two. One of the best finals that uh, I think we've seen in recent memory. I don't think a finals was as good as this since uh, I can go back to 2016. That was probably the last good, great finals that we've had. Um, because you know, I'm not counting that bubble ring, that, that thing wasn't that crazy. Last year's finals, whatever. I don't know. This year's finals, the storylines behind it is uh, it's it, especially for Steph Curry and a lot of Steph Curry fans out there. This might, might be his most important finals in his legacy, um, besides 2016. So let's get into it. Games one, um, and two were split in Golden State. Uh, the Celtics outshot the Warriors in game one. In the fourth quarter, um, basically just outplayed them to the very end of, in the last quarter and won the game. Game two, uh, Warriors got hot. They won. And then game three happens in Boston. The Warriors almost made that comeback um, after the third quarter, but failed to close it out. And they lost by 16 points. And then game four, the game that just happened about a couple of days ago, Steph Curry, um, he showed us why a lot of people are saying he's top 10 all time. 43 points, and he single basically single-handedly carried the Warriors um, to that victory. Him and Andrew Wiggins. Uh, listen, I'll say this. The Warriors should not win these finals. They are not the better team. Without the likes of Steph Curry and if Klay Thompson gets hot, uh, I just don't see the Warriors winning this series. The Celtics are just overall a better team from top to bottom besides, you know, the top t- top two players. I would give it to Steph. Actually, the, the top player is Steph, but everybody else, I would say in between one through five, they're all in the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Celtics are – they're balling out right now. They play well. Whenever they can hit their threes, they're probably the most dangerous team um, in the league. When they're hitting their threes and they're strapping you up, it's a very hard team to play against. And um, the only man who was able to stop them is Steph Curry. And the Warriors, listen, game four, I thought the Warriors would lose that and lose it in five. Um, they didn't look that great. Especially, especially early game, early in the game, the Warriors start off so cold, so cold, bro. Every single game, I feel like they're behind by double digits early, early, and then third quarter comes, and we all know the avalanche um, that Steve Kerr puts on. I don't know what I don't know what kind of adjustment adjustments or what he tells his team at halftime, but it works because in the third quarter, the Warriors literally outscore the Celtics every time, and it's all it all comes down to the fourth quarter. Um, but I'm still gonna ride with the Celtics here. Uh, I think Jason Tatum, although Tatum and Brown are both wildly inconsistent. Um, I think Tatum's going to step up in game five and if possible, and maybe in game seven, if there is a game seven. Um, but I think the Celtics are going to get hot tonight in Oracle or not Oracle. I'm sorry. In the chase center in San Francisco. Um, you know, a funny fact about the Boston Celtics, they played better on the road this year in this, in these playoffs. Um, I think they're 500 at home in the past Yep. Yeah, in the past few series, they've been they've been 500. So Boston, even though you know the crowd thinks they have that, they're the best fans in the world mentality. All that I don't know. It's not really helping because uh, we all they saw what psych their own players out. 
That's what I'm saying. And then we all hear, we all know what Steph Curry did, bro. After he hit that step back three in the second quarter, bro, he talked, he talked so much to those fans, bro. He wanted the fans to hear it. Steph will not say anything during the press conferences, but um, in the game, bro, he'll let you know. And Draymond Green said the best on the podcast. When you when you get Steph Curry talking back to the fans like that, that's a dangerous man. Um, but staying on the fact of Draymond Green, that is where the, the Warriors are going to lose this series. Draymond Green has been awful this series. Every single Warriors fan or NBA fan in general, we've seen what Draymond can do in 2015, 2016, um, even the early days of the KD times. Bro, this is not the same Draymond. His mom literally tweeted, I'm not sure if that's Draymond or a clone. His own mother tweeted that, bro. That's how bad it's gone for Draymond. Um, he is – people always talk about his great defense. He's getting cooked, bro, on both sides of the floor. Careless turnovers. Um, mm-hmm. He can't really guard anybody right now. And he's – it's the foul problem, bro. A man is just doing just very stupid fouls. And I want to root for the Warriors. I really do because I don't like the Celtics. But it's just getting so – it's like – Draymond is selling so hard. I'm like, dude, there's no way the Warriors are going to win if Draymond keeps playing like this. Um, it's going to be a pivotal game five. If Draymond can step up, if Clay can step up, if Clay can, if Clay can put up 20 points tonight, the Warriors have a very good shot of winning. If Draymond can keep the turnovers down and not foul out of the game or not be in foul trouble, the Warriors have a good shot of winning this game. I just don't think either one of those will happen. Um, I think the Celtics are going to win tonight, and then they're going to take it back to Boston and finish out, finish out the series. Uh, I don't like picking against Steph Curry. I don't, but... It's just the the Celtics are just a better team, bro. Just watching them um, games one through four. I know they lost two of them, but if the Warriors don't get hot or Steph Curry doesn't take over, those the Celtics are winning all four games, bro. That's that's how good they look um, thus far. And and if Tatum can just Tatum can play by if he can just if he can just be himself, bro, and just drop twenty five. You don't need to do too much. The Celtics are gonna be fine. All right, you don't, but. But also, I guys should give a shout out to Andrew Wiggins too. He's been balling out. Um, maybe the second best player in the series for the Warriors thus far. But yeah, yeah, I would never doubt Andrew Wiggins again. Um, I think he was just stuck in Minnesota all those years because uh, we're seeing him play with some passion that we've never seen before. And uh, he's been strapping up Tatum whenever he needs to. So props to Andrew Wiggins. But uh, unfortunately, the ride is going to have to come to an end eventually. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow, I still can't believe you're on this on these Celtics, man. Um, I mean. I think that was probably the best game I've ever seen, given the circumstances. That was a virtuoso. Um, he carried them through those first three quarters. The only reason they were even in the game in the first half was because of him. Um, him on the scoring end, um, it was just beautiful. Um, the shot making, the first quarter when he started talking back to the fans, man, after he hit the second three in a row, I was like, damn, I have not seen this out of Curry in a while. And he was amped up. Uh, I was worried about the foot because when he was talking about it in his press conference, it seemed like it was the same injury he had, uh, you know, after Marcus Smart kind of landed on him earlier in the regular season. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of, I was kind of concerned. Yeah, exactly. And I was pretty concerned, but um, he didn't show any signs of being hurt. He went out there. He balled out. He showed why he's an all-time great. He showed why he's a top 12 to 15 player of all time, um, in my opinion. And um, that that was just amazing, bro. The second, the third quarter, too. Oh, my goodness, bro. The difficulty on those shots, um, I mean, it was 
second to none. Um, the fact that, like, basically, he had, like, maybe, what, two or three layups. Everything else was jump shots. And Marcus, like, Marcus might try to uh, try to flop on that uh, last floater, too, right? Exactly. Exactly. I was, I was about to be so mad if they called that because I know he was flopping, too. Steph didn't even extend his arm, and he flew out of the way. And then, obviously, um, he was just killing um, Rob Williams and Horford on any type of pick and roll. Um they weren't showing enough, and when he got the switch on them, he was just taking them to school. Um, Clay hit some really big shots. That one that he hit with like top eight key, minutes. Top of the key, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The one at the top of the key was huge to take the lead, and then there was another one after a huge momentum that could have been a momentum shifting three pointer. I forgot who hit. I think it might have been Tatum. Clay came back and hit one from like the twenty nine foot line um, to tie the game again. So they just they just kept responding to everything the Celtics had, and I don't like what the Celtics were doing at the end of the game. I think they went the last three and a half minutes without shooting a two-point field goal. They were trying to hit the home run on every single possession after um, the Warriors took a three-point lead, and they just could not answer, and then Curry just ended that game after um, hitting that three in Derek White's face. So I, I just the late-game execution for the Celtics – has just been whack at times throughout the year. And that's why I am sticking to my pick with the Warriors in seven. Um, I just feel like when the game is in the balance and it's a close game, I trust the Warriors more, their half court more. Um, it feels like the Celtics have not learned from their mistakes throughout um, the postseason, honestly, in close games. Um, they continue to make the same mistakes. They get really sluggish. And they start taking bad shots. Like, yeah, a lot of the threes that they had were open um, at the end of the fourth. But I think you can get better shots. Like, I will like say. Simple, I will you say. have Tatum and Brown. And yeah. you should be able to get better shots than that. Like, there, you should be going to the rim trying to attack. And I feel like Tatum hasn't done enough of that um, in this series especially. I will say this, though. Um, Celtics are a definition of live and die by the three, bro. They take so many. Like, I don't think I've seen a team take this many threes since the Rockets back in 2018, bro. They take yeah. like nothing. Oh yeah, the Mavs too, but no, nah, these Celtics. But when they get hot though, they're gonna win that game. But mm -hmm. if they're cold like they were in Game Four, it's not a good look. Shout out Andrew Wiggins too. Um, the two offensive rebounds he had in the fourth quarter that led to putbacks. I think those were huge, keeping them in the game because it felt like the Celtics did have the momentum for a little bit because Curry didn't score for like the first mm -hmm. six or seven minutes. And they were hitting threes, and Jalen Brown hit, like, a random, like, fast break layup. And then there was a foul on Jordan Poole, loose ball foul that led to an and one. Like, there were many times where could, this game could have been over, and um, Wiggins stepped up, Clay stepped up, hit some big shots. Draymond, I think he made some nice defensive plays. He obviously had that um, nice pass to Looney to kind of just um, seal the game, give them a five-point lead. Um but he's got to be better. He's got to be better playing simple. Got to be more consistent on the defensive end. He's had a lot of lapses. And then obviously the offensive end has just been uh, – it's been a nightmare. Uh, he's been a liability scoring. Um, just taking – like he's just like awfully short or off on every shot he's taken for the most part. That's not been a layup or dunk. And um, had some careless turnovers. So he's going to have to clean that up. He's definitely got to play better for them to – win this series because I don't think they can just depend on stuff to do this every single game. 
because um, I, I know the Celtics are going to have some sort of counter for it and make sure they get the ball out of his hands. So someone else has got to step up. Someone else has got to be more consistent. I got to ask um, you, for them to win this series. Before Kenny goes, I got to ask. You know how Steve Kerr put Draymond on the bench late in the fourth quarter? Should he continue to do that if they're if they're if it's a tight game? Should you take Draymond and substitute with somebody else who can make shots, who can look, who will look at the basket? I think you need, yeah, you should go off in defense in that situation. I think it's a game by game basis. Offensively, Draymond does provide playmaking that you know a lot of not a lot of other power forwards and big men do not. And he has his thinkers like he's been he's been to put it simply ass the series, and. I mean, but we do know the peak of Draymond and how he makes this Warriors team run, him and Steph. And I think if he's playing well, you keep him in. If he if he's having yeah. one, he's out. Mm-hmm. Play by ear. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, play by ear. But if he was playing like he was playing last game, then you have to – I think you have to do the offense defense because yeah. they're just going to lay off of him, man. It's going to be harder for Curry, Clay to get open. I feel you. That one All right, Kenny, go ahead, man. Uh, through the first four games of this finals, I would this all it's shown is that home court means nothing. You know, the Warriors split, the Celtics split. It's, it's probably one of the most evenly matched finals that we've seen in a long time. And personally, for me, it's the finals I've been most excited for since 2012 when the Thunder played the Heat. But there's a lot, there's a lot to say. Tatum has to step up. I mean, he's the second best player in this series. He's the best player on the Celtics. And they're getting by with him playing, uh, having this signature Tatum game. We saw him last year at 50 against the Nets. Uh, we've, seen it, we've seen him do things in these playoffs that not many players in the league can do. And he's not doing it in this series. And for them to win this series, which I do believe they'll do, he's going to have to turn it up real soon. Um, like Vincent said, the Celtics team is the best, the better team, top of bottom. The entire roster base organized. Defensively, they're better. Uh, even offensively, I would say they're constructed better, but it just matters them hitting their shots. I think for the Celtics, the X factor on that team is Tatum turning up and it's Marcus Smart because Marcus Smart, I've been saying the whole series, if he's scoring, the Celtics, if he's scoring well and efficiently, the Celtics are not losing that game because he is the leader of the Celtics. And when he's going, the rest of the team's going. We've seen it in game, game one. He started going, everyone's hitting three. We saw it in game three, everyone's hitting. So I think that's where it starts to stop with him. That's the thing, bro. Like, we still have yet to see Tatum drop 30 points in these finals, which I know he can do. And one of these games, he's going to do it. So he does it. Why not tonight? Why not tonight? Or why not game six? The Warriors, the Warriors, they don't have the shot creation to keep up with the with the Celtics. I mean, yeah, you have Steph, and Steph is by far the best player in this series. But Clay be tucking sometimes. He'll have his games. He'll have. We're making, we're making shots, but some of the shots he takes sometimes, I'm like, I don't know, man. Kind of boneheaded shots. Clay, Clay does play his chuckle a lot, bro. He's been doing that since he came back, bro. He has he, he has no conscience. My man, yeah. saying, like, my man, he's cheating in the finals like a warm-up game, bro. What a go, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah, so I really think – I think Steph is able to offset both Brown and Tatum himself, and I think this series comes down to – Players does better, you know. Is Andrew Wiggins being the athletic wing, getting bored, playing good D? Is Draymond playmaking it? Is uh Derek White hitting threes? Is Al Horford strapping up? What the Celtics been doing? Uh, the pick and roll, they were not defending it well at all in this series. 
you can't you can't back up this death. Mm-hmm. That's the one player in this league who I think everyone who would hundred percent say, You better not back off. Meet him up, meet him high on the screen. And they weren't doing that. Rob Will were getting killed. Uh Horford were getting killed. And Steph dropped forty three last night. So he dropped forty three late loss. I think I also think a major part of this series would be the coaching battle between Ine Udoka and Steve Kerr. We all know the Warriors, mm-hmm. quarter, how different mm-hmm. that is. We also see how he was, uh, Udoka was responds in the fourth quarter. We saw game one, we saw game three. Uh, so that's a big part of it. I think the better coach, I think the Celtics have a better team. It's between better team and a better coach. Will Steve Kerr be able to outcoach this team? Or will they, the players you know, step up? Do what we've seen them do before and beat the Celtics in seven. The Warriors in seven. And I believe Celtics are taking the series in seven. I, do I you just, think do you think go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Tim. I, I just don't think the Warriors offensively, shot creation wise, is not they don't have enough. Outside of staff who's really scoring like that. Clay Chucks, Wiggins, Wiggins will get his. He'll get like a good seventeen. But Wiggins has been like that his whole career, but he'll get his. He'll definitely score. Yeah. But then you can like I mean, Jordan Poole he he got his too, but like he's he's, he's inconsistent, bro. He's he 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 had he had some good moments though in game. Yeah, he four. does that. He's in game two, and yeah, he went crazy in game two as well. But you got to rely. I mean, Draymond, Kevon Looney, and then Moses Moody, Kaminga, all those guys. I don't know. They're not ready to take those. You know, big shots. Mm-hmm. Just Steph, really. So I think that's why they're gonna lose this series. I think Tatum and Brown too much. And, I, and that's the thing. Tatum hasn't been too much. That's that's the yeah. crazy thing. And he's yeah. had four games to show something, and he hasn't done it yet. I think they've okay. they, like Wiggins is really playing some good defense on him. Like, um, I think he's shooting. Uh, Tatum's shooting twenty seven percent from two point range. But we also, um, but even he's shooting bad. We're also seeing the development of him as a playmaker. Like early. You know, yeah, he's been inc- inconsistent in that area too. Like he had six turnovers last game. Uh, like it's just not the, the consistency hasn't been there. And like what, like I've been saying, the like yeah, you guys are right. The Celtics overall they are the better team, but the way the Warriors have won the two games has been making them beat themselves. Honestly, like they the Celtics had many chances to just take run away with this game, committed terrible turnovers. And the shot selection got iffy. And I think Tatum throughout the series, like, yeah, game one, playmaking-wise, he was really good. The sh- I felt like the shots he had were pretty good. But since then, I feel like he hasn't been attacking enough. Like you like you say, Kenny, he's been making the game harder than it has to be for himself. And um, the turnovers have just been – like, they commit some mind-boggling turnovers. Derek White was looked like a deer in headlights at times. He had a good game scoring – but he had a lot of really bad turnovers, some turnovers in transition. So they like they haven't shown that they they can clean it up. But I, I'm just saying Jason Tatum is bound to have a 30 or 40 point game one of these games. There's no way he just sits this quietly for the whole series, bro. I'm waiting to see him go crazy one of these games. It might be tonight. Um, I think he just needs to get to the rim, bro. The Celtics in general, they just got to get to the rim and get to the paint, bro. Because who's going to stop That's them? That's what they did game three. That's what they did and game they, three. They, they went away from the rim. Four. So I just think the Celtics just need to really figure it out and get to the rim. Because I know for a fact, if the Warriors aren't hitting threes and the Celtics can keep, keep getting easy buckets, they're going to win these games. Um, I mean, the Phillies had a great, great game. It's close. 
I think the Warriors is a must win tonight for them because game six, I think um, it's going to be Scott Foster officiating. So uh, we know we know what that means for the Celtics this playoff. So Warriors got to win tonight. Over, bro. Um, And also, I gotta say, bro, um, if Marcus Smart is is on, Celtics are going to win that game too. I think if you can, if Tatum's not having a great night, but the other three or four Celtics are, the Celtics are in really good shape. I think tonight in Golden State, Jason Tim's going to put a statement game on. He's going to drop 35 at least, and uh, Celtics are going to come out with a victory. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't – I got the Warriors tonight. I'm a, I'm a little concerned about Tatum in big moments. It's like, no, I, I think I think he's still young, though. He's He is still very young. So Yeah, it's okay. He's, yeah, he's 24. He's 19. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's what we got. So, you guys – So, got so what? You, you guys – I got Celtics mm-hmm. in six. Kenny got Celtics in seven. Um, I think I feel so good about my prediction because I feel like every single game I've watched thus far, the Celtics have been the better team. It's just a matter of the fact if the Warriors can get hot or not. But who's who's played better, honestly, throughout? Like, Celtics yeah, the Celtics played better. are the, the Celtics better have played better. I will say the Warriors have, I'm like, avalanches where they will just pile on points because they can't miss. And then the Celtics, throughout the 48 minutes of the game, I would say if they lose, they play better than the Warriors 40 of the minutes. And then eight minutes, the Warriors just went crazy. That's how I describe it. But you could also say that about game one. The Warriors were like they like they they were up going into the fourth quarter and the Celtics had a stretch where they just did not miss for a whole quarter. The first half so, the were up in the first half. But I'm yeah, but when the Warriors are down, bro, like they're down by like double 15, 20 points. Remember in game three? When the Warriors were down by what was it twenty at one point, came back, took the lead, and then they cooled off, and that was that was all she wrote for Game Three. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll see. It's been we'll, weird. We'll it's been a weird series. Like, I feel like there hasn't been a long stretch where the teams have been going like back and forth. Yeah, which is like it, it's been a, like a series of basically just series of runs. Can't really get like a really good read at it. Like, I, who knows what could happen tonight. And then, like, I wouldn't be surprised, like, if the Celtics win tonight and the Warriors go back on the road and win. So, it's just – it's it's a hard series to get a read on because I think it's just – the teams are kind – of, like, they're it's pretty evenly matched for a final series. I'm going to say this. Um, even if Steph Curry doesn't win this, this finals, I still think he's top 10 all time. What I saw in game four against the most, quote-unquote, hostile environment in the NBA, bro – Nah, he he shut those dudes up, bro. I respect what everybody does to these Boston fans, making them cry, bro. I I just love hearing that announcer just say like in the most dejected voice, like three points, Stephen Curry. Like it just so satisfying because it's Boston. The last thing I want to see, even though I'm rooting for the, not rooting for the Celtics, even though I think the Celtics are gonna win, if they win in Boston, get, oh my god, that'll be the worst. That would actually be the worst. Oh my god, I don't want to hear, bro. All these Celtics fans, bros. I see Dave Portnoy in the crowd, bro. My man's got seats. Oh. Where are you wearing oh my god, wearing the shirts that says uh, Draymond is a jerk face? Like, come on, bro. These Boston fans are just doing too much, man. They like just relax, man. Just go watch hockey or something. Go watch. I mean, hockey season's over, but go watch baseball or something, bro. You guys have the Patriots. You guys have so many rings. Just, just relax, bro. Just relax. Um, but yeah, let's move on from the, the finals on to another team who's not in the finals. Um, to a player who won an asterisk ring two years ago, Anthony Davis. Um, I don't know where he's. It must have been a YouTube video, right? Was it a YouTube video? Yeah. 
um, I guess he was hanging out with some YouTubers, and they were just talking to him, and my man was, like, playing pickup with them. And he was like, oh, yeah, I haven't touched a basketball since, like, April 5th. In, a, like, a joking voice, like, oh, it's no big deal. I haven't touched a basketball in, like, since April 5th. Um, you know what? I would say this about Anthony Davis, bro. We had a lot of questions after he won that bubble ring. He said, I mean, he said, I have nothing else to prove. I have nothing left to prove. And he's kind of showing it. Like, we haven't seen a healthy AD in the past two seasons. Um, I think he's played, like, 40 games. He played 40 games this past year. He wasn't fully – he got injured um, the year – their title defense year. And then he got hurt again in the playoffs against the Phoenix Suns. Anthony Davis, bro – some things maybe you should just not say it on camera, bro. Cause exactly, I know maybe okay, okay. Let's say, let's say you average uh thirty this year. All right, the fact that you said, "Oh, I haven't picked up basketball," is just putting more pressure on yourself coming up the season. If you get hurt, or if you if you don't have a great year, if your if your three point percentage goes down again, everyone's I mean, gonna point to that point quote. This video, you literally gave us the, the, the evidence. This is Johnny Depp, Amber, or Amber Heard type of thing, bro. Like, you literally give it in 4K. If you're not playing well, it's because you don't care about basketball anymore, bro. Like, I feel like Anthony Davis, after he won that ring, I think he kind of took basketball as a backseat. He's made so much money. Um, I mean, not everybody can be dedicated to the game. I know it's hard, but if you're Anthony Davis, if you want to be a top five player, which I don't know if you do, uh, you got to, like, I don't know, man, just – it, the dedication is it's teetering a little bit for me. And um, I'm concerned. If I'm a Lakers fan, I'm a little concerned, bro. I know NBA players that have their own routine. Anthony Davis has done the same routine for I don't even know how long, ever since he came into the league. And his numbers have been dropping, bro. Besides that one year where they won a ring, his numbers have been dropping every year. He, get hurt, he gets hurt every year. So something's got to change, man. Maybe you have to invest a million dollars into your body like LeBron does. Because we've seen what happens with LeBron. He doesn't get hurt, bro. He's Iron Man. He plays. Does he? Is he though? Not anymore, but he's he is thirty. Okay, but at his at in his prime when he was twenty nine years old, like AD is. Yeah, come on, man. I I think AD just needs. If you were on that YouTube video, bro, just you need you didn't really need to say that, bro. You did not need to say that. You could lie. You could easily. You could just lie, bro. I don't know why you just lie, but whatever. It's just a bad look. Um, even though if AD drops thirty next year, everybody's gonna forget about this video. But if he doesn't. That everybody's gonna point back and say, "Remember when AD said he didn't touch a basketball since April 5th or whatever?" I'm just, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. And with the the turbulent front office that the Lakers have, you know they're gonna take everything very very personally, bro. I already know the front office of the of the Lakers is cringing right now, bro. They're probably thinking of trade options right now. But yeah, that's all I need to say about that. Shrey, you're a Lakers fan. What do you think about this whole situation? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat as you. Like, okay, yeah, maybe he has his trading regimen or whatever but just why would you say that on camera like i i just don't know why you would admit that and in the way he admitted like, it it's it just it. like oh yeah like yeah it's just like whatever i haven't touched the basketball you know in two months two plus months after a pretty disappointing season oh we have um, basketball than him Is exactly earning bro like we're just random kids exactly it's crazy bro like he was supposed to take the reins from LeBron after we won the championship, and he disappointed. He did like he, there have been many reports and stuff that he didn't he didn't come into the next season in shape, and it looked like it. So um, that just shows you that um, he just doesn't have the level of ded dedication that a LeBron had 
like even a Westbrook, like Kobe, Kobe Jordan, like he doesn't have that level of just competitive fire and dedication that those guys have. And I feel like you can just see that when he's on the court. Like you can tell which players want it and which players don't or which players don't want it as much, you know? Like you can tell Jalen Brown really wants it when he, like the way he plays, the, his aggressiveness and stuff. Like you can really tell um, he puts in the work and he really wants to show out when he's on the court. Um, but I, I just haven't seen that from AD, especially in the last few years after we won the chip. And, um, like, Bro has been doing the same training regimen for however many years now and continues to get hurt. Um, I feel like when you have two straight disappointing seasons um, and seasons where you were injured, uh, I feel like that is enough evidence for you to, you know, change it up. Um, And his shooting percentages are dipping um, the last two years. So I feel like he really needs to figure out uh, like he he needs to figure out what he's gonna do because there could be a point where he is just not the same ever again, and um, I think you can put all the blame on his shoulders really um, because he just hasn't shown um, that championship grit and dedication from um, that we saw the first year on the Lakers because that was a different AD. I know you know that was a different AD, bro, because we saw him throughout the year. Um, if that, he looked like well, they the Lakers were not winning the championship, if you call it an asterisk, whatever. He literally against Denver, my man's hit the game winner. And when, he locked up Jokic, not locked up, but like you know, he, he yeah, he held he matched Jokic or played better than him. And um after that year, we've seen what Jokic has done since that year in the bubble. Uh back to back MVPs, and we haven't seen anything close to that from AD. Um, no consistency really, and um I mean, he hasn't been on the court that much. So um, I feel like something needs to change. And, um, yeah, you can't, You just can't be saying that on camera. Like, everyone's going to point to that if he has another di- disappointing season. Everyone's going to be like, yo, he went two months without touching a basketball, without shooting a basketball. And um, he brought that all upon himself. And it's just, it just – it's like, bro, it's one thing – if somebody like TMZ caught you saying that, bro, you were the camera was right in front of you. You had you could think willingly about it. admit it with them the whole time. And he was like, he touched the belt up. Yeah, I haven't touched this in like two months. Like, bro, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's just it just sucks that you know I'm defending LeBron here. It's just like you have people like LeBron. Well, I don't know about anymore, but I'm sure LeBron has put in work this off season. It's LeBron James. He he dumped a million dollars into his into his off season regimen and his body in general. And then you got your own teammate, your second best player, who was supposed to take the range from you, like Trey said, saying, oh, yeah, I haven't touched a basketball in two months, bro. Like, it's no big deal. Like, he said it so nonchalantly. Like, it was just like, like, he was, it's like when we talk to each other and I'm like, yeah, I haven't played basketball in like three weeks, bro. Like, that's that's the way it sounded like. It was like, he just didn't care anymore. And it sucks. It really does. Because uh, you really want AD to succeed, man. And, uh, you know, I know the Bronze sexuals are gonna come out. Oh, they had LeBron had no help, bro. Look at AD; he didn't even care about basketball. <laughs> yeah, like the, all these narratives are gonna just get drummed up eventually, bro. I know it for a fact. Yeah, pretty sad, man. Um, from what we saw that first year and what it's become now, um, I just hope that this year magically this training regimen ends up working and he um, at least gets back to some semblance of that form that we saw. Um, 
in uh, the first year on the Lakers because um, that was that oh. was a really fun eighty to watch. He was he was really dominant that year. That's true. I do like what I saw from Darvin Ham though. I think Darvin will get on AD's ass, bro. I exactly do, and I think AD will. He can either go two ways about this. He can reject it and completely just not care anymore and just lose all hope in the Lakers and just, you know, nonchalantly go throughout the season. Or he can listen to it. And maybe Darvin Ham, like all the Laker fans are telling me, maybe maybe he's a solution. And maybe he can get these guys um, back to where they were in 2020. But the looks of it right now, bro, your second best player saying this, it's uh, it's a bit concerning. And yeah. also yeah. – Throughout his career, he's already had, like, a low motor. Like, that's, like, been a knock on him. Like, there are just some games where he's just not aggressive enough. Oh, yeah. And when you have this compounded on top of that, it's just not a good recipe at all. Yeah. So, hopefully AD gets his stuff together. But, um, you know, I listen, I'm not an NBA player or played in the NBA or done anything in the NBA. So, I don't know what these guys go through in the offseason. Um, but I don't hear freaking Steph Curry saying, oh, I haven't shot a basketball in two months. I just don't. That's just a dumb thing to say, especially when you have yeah. like, bro, like actually, like you just haven't touched a basket, like shot a basketball. That's crazy. Not even like for fun <laughs> playing with your kid or something. Like that's like insane. He he doubled down on it too in the video. Like it's just it's just hard to like fathom an NBA player saying that. Like I, I yeah, it's crazy. Like that's that's literally your job, bro. You're literally getting paid millions to play basketball. <laughs> it's a nom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, bro. It's not like this is like a role player saying it. it's a like a arguably a top 10 to 15 guy and so a guy who was considered top five at one point. Hey, you remember when Chris Milton said, in the, and then you see what happened in the bubble, bro. <laughs> remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. That was so funny, bro. The rest of, well, Chris Milton did that, and then he played basketball. That later. was during COVID, though, also. Like, yeah. there, like, at least there's some semblance of an excuse there. But That's what I'm saying, bro. And it's like, I don't know. And then, no, to make things worse, bro, the first time you pick up a basketball in two months is to play with some damn YouTubers, bro. Not even yeah. in the gym. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah, we will definitely have to see. Uh, Looks like Kenny got off the call. But, yeah, that's going to wrap up our show. Um, Game five, I'm going to make sure I put this episode up. Last episode, we had some technical difficulties. The recording didn't save. We had it saved before um, game four, actually. So, definitely going to. Fingers crossed. I, yeah, right before the game. Um, hopefully, it's a great game. I know it will be. I know we're going to get something crazy. Um, and, yeah, Celtics in six. Warriors in seven. All right, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. And we will see y'all next time. All right, thank y'all for listening. All right, peace.